Any doubt Gavin Kinshield had that he was in the right place vanished the moment he dismounted. The poplars and sweet gums, the shape of the cave mouth, the dirge-like song of a lone hermit thrush echoing through the trees. These things were as familiar as the boots on his feet. The only thing missing from Gavin's recurring dream was the ghostly figure of his daughter waving him on. As he approached the cave, he stopped at its mouth and peered inside. The fluttering in his gut warned him to turn back. I shouldn't be here. I ain't a king. He scanned the trees for movement and listened for voices and hoofsteps. Satisfied he wouldn't be discovered, he drew a deep breath and stepped into the darkness. In a burst of leathery flapping, several bats darted past his ear and vanished into the daylight behind him. The stench of guano hung in the air. A shudder rippled through him. This is where Kaelwin died, Gavin thought. When his eyes adjusted to the dimness, he looked around, expecting to see the queen's blood spattered on the floor and walls. But he saw none. Not now. Two hundred years later. His eyes focused on the far wall about ten paces back. On a shelf of jutting rock rested a stone tablet. It drew him, like a starving man standing before a feast, deeper into the cave. His feet grew heavier with every step. I must be mad. 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 The word echoed in his mind after it faded from earshot. Damn caves. Caves. He wiped his palms on his trousers, then rubbed his hands together as he stepped up to the tablet. Roughly a foot and a half in diameter and three inches thick, it sat on edge. Gavin examined the tablet top to bottom. It didn't look two hundred years old didn't even have any rust on it. In the tablet's surface, a gemstone was nestled within each of five thumbnail-sized holes. Scrapes marred the edges of the holes, as though would-be thieves had tried to work the gems free with their knives. Beside each gem, a symbol was deeply chiseled into the tablet's flat surface. The king's runes. Gavin slid his finger to the surface of the gemstone, in the outermost position of the spiral shape they formed. It felt as smooth as the surface of a still pool. In the center of the tablet sat the most prized of them all, the king's bloodstone. He who claims the king's bloodstone shall reign as king, said law and legend. All right, might as well try it. Gavin focused on the first rune, and as he stared, its image blurred. Pharaohin, he whispered. Suddenly the cave seemed to tilt. He rocked back on his heels, then forward again, trying to compensate and regain his balance. He clenched the stone tablet. The cave around him twisted, its rough walls warping into the tablet with its five gems, into his arms stretched before him into the rock floor. He fell to his hands and knees. A cottony feeling filled his mouth. When the cave righted itself, Gavin lifted his head to look upon the tablet once again. The first gemstone dropped to the ground, clinking as it struck the rock and bounced to land under his nose. An icy feeling of dread swept through Gavin's body. He'd just made the biggest mistake of his life. The throne would soon be his. 
It's about time, a voice said. Gavin shot to his feet and whirled about. It's not so far from Sohan, another said. It came from outside. Scholars! Damn it! He shoved the gem into his pocket and ran. Mark my words. Once you fish your eyes upon the magnificence of the king's bloodstone, you'll forget all about your... Through squinting eyes, he saw two men dressed in long, colorful robes, standing beside a pair of horses. Goodness me, who are you? Asked one of the scholars. Check the tablet, said the other. Gavin spotted his mount waiting in the trees. With a running leap, he pulled himself up and into the saddle. He pounded the gray's sides with his heels. The first gem is gone, a scholar cried. He'll be the king. Wait, my lord, come back. The voices faded into the growing distance behind him. <laughs>